Atomic joint activated. Good Friday morning, Goblin Stompers. It's the end of the Memorial Day week. And if this sounds different to you, as it may, it's because I've got this new little lavalier mic that I am wearing. It is clipped onto my shirt. I'm sure uh, as I'm driving along here, I look a bit like a moron just talking, but maybe not. I think people talk to looks like people are talking to themselves all the time. In fact, it's impossible to tell the Bluetooth from the insane. I think that's a good thing for the insane. If I was insane, I would be very pleased uh, with the growth of Bluetooth technology and uh, wireless audio. It would make me feel better about my situation. So Wednesday night, we're going to talk a little gaming. And then we're going to talk a little of other stuff because, you know, this is, this is not, this is a, like, it's not a trap. I'm not trapping you by pretending to be talking only about gaming stuff and then ultimately talking about other things. Um, but, uh, I don't know, you know, life is about more than just the game. So Wednesday night was the online Fantasy Grounds AD&D first edition game with Kelly and Caleb and Jason, and Larry, and Jay. There's a shout-out to the whole crew, I think. I think I got everybody there. Uh, Was it a good game? You know, it was two hours, but it was a small technical hiccup. And I think with every online virtual tabletop, at some point, some group encounters this. It really was my fault. Uh, I understand what I did incorrectly, and that is I force-loaded mid-game a very, very large map. And that was not good. I uh, probably should have either loaded that map very early in the game for them or found a way to preload the map. Uh, although I don't know that I could have. It just is too big. And and the one thing about uh, using Fantasy Grounds, you know, you're, you're, the, the server is the GM and the, uh, the clients are the clients. And so it caused a bit of an interruption that broke the flow of the game. And that really, I know, that took everybody out of it. I feel that. I feel that for myself. I felt that for for everybody was like, where's the map? Did you get the map yet? No. How about now? How about now? How about now? So, you know, when you're in an interactive you know, when you're in an interactive operation like a game, when you're, you know, and there's narrative and there's combat, and it, it really does pull you out of the mode. And so I feel bad for that. I apologize to any who may be listening uh, who played. But beyond that, the game was an interesting one in that uh, the players had, there was no combat. There was not a single combat encounter. There was an encounter, but it was complex and far too overwhelmingly uh, one-sided to be survivable. The party smart enough to realize this and simply left the encounter as was requested by those that they encountered. I mean, I don't want to go deep into the storyline. It doesn't make sense to recap that. But, you know, I walk away from a session like that, I think, boy, did everybody really hate that? Uh, was that a terrible couple hours? Did people feel like, why? Well, I, I could have been watching uh, four episodes of The Big Bang Theory. 
uh, or maybe like two episodes of House. I don't know. Does anybody watch House? I don't. I don't watch House. I don't know why I just use that as a reference. But it does. I don't know. Does it worry me? Yeah, it worries me a little. Like I don't want the following game to be ready to roll, and then you know, like oh, I can't make it. I'm not coming, and it it all bounces back to this session where you know was fun had um the thing about having played in some like aggressive dungeon crawls online is that you know what you're getting every week and there's always a little bit of role play but there's definitively going to be combat because you're moving through the dungeon especially in mega dungeons just bashing in a door and smashing things heads and you know whatever there's there's more to it than that obviously but but you know you're going to get some combat in uh, AD and D, I don't. I don't know that in a two-hour block it always promises to bring a combat, and it certainly doesn't when it's very clear that I'm presenting an opportunity for combat, and the players are thinking mm, this may be too much for me, uh, whether it is or isn't. And there were two such encounters in this game on Wednesday, so it's it's really hard to know. Uh, you know, the players obviously think, oh, I don't, we don't know if we made the right choice. You know, we're avoiding this. We're, you know, and, and I think avoidance is important in OSR style games. I, I don't, I, I can't speak to 5e or maybe later versions, but, but definitively in older versions of role-playing games, avoidance is important. It is, uh, it is about the intelligence of both the character and the player. It speaks, to, and the wisdom of both. It speaks to experience. Um, you know, you you're a second level character, and you see a purple worm rising from the earth. You should not be thinking to yourself, "Man, I'm going to get a lot of XP for killing this." You should be thinking to yourself, "Man, I better find a place to hide because this thing is an eating machine. It's massive. It's monstrous. It's kaiju style. I can't. There's no way I could defeat this thing." Uh, the the group did that. I mean, they definitely came across a superior force and recognized it as such. And, and while they had um, issues that they wanted to work out, they were smart enough to realize this was not the time nor the place. But in the end, ultimately, what happens is you have two, uh, two or two and a half hours of play where there's no combat. Not to say that there's no fun. I enjoyed myself. I had a good time. Um, I try to always have a good time. It's hard for me... It's almost hard for me not to have a good time as the GM um, because I feel like no matter what the party is doing, I have to react in some way, and that's a creative process. Sometimes it's about determining something through a dice roll. You know, what is the challenge? What's the challenge number? Roll the die. What do you need to do to succeed? Um, Even if it's just, you know, a verbal encounter. There's NPC interaction. In this case, they're uh, they're up against or they're dealing with lizard men quite a bit. So it lets me use like a weird lizard man voice, which of course I'm going to do because well, why not? Um, yeah, but my my concern at the end of it, you know, I went to sleep, I woke up, and I thought to myself, you know, I had a good time. I don't know if everybody else did. And and while there was some chatter in the Discord uh, the next day which I'm, I'm thankful for. I'm glad people are like thinking, okay, we couldn't do this. What are we going to do next? Which indicates to me that um, they're thinking about the next game. It wasn't rife with interaction. Now, that could have been just it was a busy day for people. 
Um, it's a short week, and there, maybe there's a lot to catch up on. You know, uh, speaking of which, it's, it's the end of the month. So at the pawn shop, and I've probably spoken about this before, at the pawn shop, the end of the month is a, is a time of desperation for people in, in the environment in which I work. Uh, they're waiting for that government check. They're waiting for that welfare check or that social security check, and they have not gotten it yet. And they, they come in and they pawn their stuff. And ultimately, I can have and, and did uh, run out of cash at several points during the course of a day because if someone doesn't, um, if someone does not bring me money, I cannot give out money. And there are days where money flows out, does not flow back in. And this, this aggravates people. It's, it's been warm. It's been rainy. Uh, and, and I think people are just in general agitated and it's the end of the month and they have no money. So they're agitated. And I'm getting a lot, I get a lot of craziness at this time of the month. So I wanted to, to share something that I don't know if it was humorous or upsetting, but it happens frequently. So we're going to, we're going to call this one of the things that makes me nuts about the pawn shop. We've, we've discussed others or we've talked about at least one and I'm going to throw another one at you. So my clientele, they're generally not educated people. Um, I, I think that they walk around in a cloud of uh, narcissistic ignorance. I think they think they know a lot of stuff. And, and I'm, I'm not saying that they don't know certain things. I think that uh, perhaps if we were discussing um, street intelligence, uh, well, these people these folks, I think, have a, you know, a real genuine, solid degree, like a bachelor's level degree in street intelligence. But, um, but book smarts are, are rare for my clients. And I don't talk down to them, but I do try to speak to my, my clients in a way that is clear and concise and simple and easy to understand. One of the things we do not do in the pawn shop, for what are, are obvious reasons, we do not quote a price on something when we are asked about a pawn or, or a buy. If we're not looking at it, because there are many, many things to assess at every level. And someone will come in and say to me, I have X television, it's brand new, it's brand new, <laughs> down this road again, and uh, how much will you give me for it? And I will say, uh, I'm not sure, because I'm not looking at the item, but if you bring it in, I'm happy to assess it. I'm happy to look it over and, and figure out a number we can do for both pawn and for buy, if that will help. Now, most people, they get this. They're, they're like, okay. But a lot of people will say, well, I just told you it's brand new. I say, yeah, but I'm not looking at it. I, I, there are so many factors here. Um, even if it's brand new in the box... There may be things that you're missing that I will see. A date. What's the date of the item? Well, I just got it this year. Yeah, but that doesn't tell me what year the television was made. So you see, I, I'm not going to quote you on something I'm not looking at. Yeah, but I'm not looking, they will say, for an exact amount. I, I need, just t tell me about where you're going to be. Like, if you've taken other TVs like this, where would you be on this TV? Again, they're, what they're trying to do here is manipulate 
me into giving them the answer they want. Now, the pitfall here, by the way, why we do not quote is because if I said, well, I might be around $50. I might be a little less. I might be a little high. I don't know. I might be around $50. Understand, they don't hear any of the words except for $50 and dollars. That's it. That's all they will hear. And so when they come back and it's like, ooh, this is not what you told me it was. I can't take it. Or this is not what you told me it was. I'm at $30. And they'll say, you said $50. And I'm going to say, no, I said I might be around $50. But I don't know. I'm not looking at the No, you said $50. And it becomes that argument. And uh, it's not really an argument because there's nothing to argue about. Um, they, they want to argue. They think that they have some... Uh, in some cases, even legal ground, like we had some sort of verbal contract, but we did not. And, and this situation is easily avoidable by us just saying we don't quote on what we're not looking at. Now, sometimes we can tell people uh, we're not interested based on a number they think they're going to get for something that's so obscene or ridiculously high uh, that we're just like, you know, it's probably not for us, don't bring it. Uh, an example might be, uh, you know, I have, uh, I have a television. I have, you know, an LG 32-inch television. Okay. Uh, it's brand new. It's still in the box. Okay. Uh, how much will you give me for it? I, I can't quote without looking. Uh, well, I'm trying to get uh, $250. And I will say, well, if that's what you're trying to get, I wouldn't bring it to me. I'm not the right guy for that. And they're like, Really? How much would you give me? Now, of course, then we lead into that because they're trying to figure out what they should be asking someone else for the television. But we're not going to play that game either because I'm not looking to give away business. So uh, I simply say, if you want to bring it in, I'll quote you on it. Um, but I can't quote it on something I'm not. I always end up back at that place. I'm not going to quote on something I'm not looking at. A gentleman came in yesterday. Uh, he was loud from the get-go. It's interesting. You know, I think... Uh, that shows like Pawn Stars and even Hardcore Pawn do not accurately represent the socioeconomic strata of folks that I have to deal with. And the way in which they interact with the world is both aggravating and incredibly interesting. It's like watching... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's like. There's really nothing like it. It's like a nature show. It's like a human nature show. So that's really what it is. And uh, so a guy came, he was already, he was very loud, and he, 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 was, uh, he was talking to the, the fellow who works next to me, and he's a new guy, relatively new, and, he, you know, not really sure how to interact. So much of the time I find myself having to jump in, but I wait, I wait to see how things are panning out. He's like, he, he immediately, he has a thing, I don't even know what the thing is. I didn't pay that much attention. But he was looking for the price, sight unseen, and the fellow who's new was simply saying, I bring it in, I'm happy to quote on it if you bring it out. And he said, uh, no, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm just looking for a bow. Why don't I want to bring it out if you're not going to give me what I want? And the guy's like, well, I can't figure that out for you. There's only one way to do it. And, and uh, I tapped him out, you know, and I, I said, can I help you? And he gave me the same spiel and... I said simply, he's not wrong. We can't quote on if you want to bring it. He says, but I'm just looking for a ballpark. Can, can you just give me a ballpark? And I'm like, no, I really, we can't do that. And he said, do you even know what a ballpark is? Now, had I been a little less aggravated, 
and a little more jovial, I would have said something like a place where baseball players gather, two teams face off against one another, um, there's bats, there's balls, there's a guy on first, second, and third base, you can hit a home run. And, you know, tried to maybe diffuse it in that manner, although that doesn't always work, by the way, sometimes just makes someone more angry. Um, but I said, well, yeah, of course I know what a ballpark is. You're asking for a figure that may have a variance higher or lower uh, than what the actual number will be. And he looked at me dead in the eye and he said, nah, man, it's an estimate. And I did not know what to do. So I just stopped talking. And he kept talking. He said some crazy things. He said some racist things. He said, uh, you're in a black neighborhood and you just got educated. White man don't know nothing about a ballpark. You know, we get a lot of that. I, I really, I don't, uh, I get like maybe momentarily aggravated by that level of uh, racism. But I don't, I, I don't take it to heart. I, I don't take it to sleep with me, that's for sure. Um... But what's crazy is that, if you've been listening to what I just said, it's exactly what I said, slightly different words, none of which he understood, and he just, he was looking for an argument. Some people are just doing that. It's hot, people are tired, uh, they want money, whatever, and they're just looking for a fight. Uh, most of the time, I'm very unwilling to give it. But that, that is one of the things on my list that uh, I find terribly... It's aggravating, it's upsetting, and it happens pretty frequently, and that is when uh, I either am offering an explanation or I'm asked to explain something they think I don't understand. And I do understand, but they uh, are not of, uh, they're not of a, uh, like a, they're not of a mind to be able, they're not, they're not, they're not listening to me, first of all. They're, they're not hearing any of the words that I'm saying. They've already moved on to what they're going to say. You know, these aren't, they're not good conversationalists in that way. And so, no matter what I've said, I've been wrong. And it, uh, it's, it's a little depressing for a moment to think that, that, um, that many, many people operate this way. But they do. Um, I sense that today... I, as I passed through the neighborhood on my way to the parking lot where I sit now, I sensed, um, based on the lines out front of the banks, that people's checks may have come today. So I'm hoping that there's a more positive vibe in the store today. Um, you know, I don't like turning away loans when I don't have money. So I'm hoping that money flows in. I mean, we did all right yesterday with redemption, so I, I think we're all right. I know people are sort of interested in the pawn shop thing, so I want to bring that up on the tail end of the gaming thing. Other than that, everything is cool. Um, I plan to do a little bit of grilling again this weekend. Uh, my son will be with me again, and we'll go to the swim club, and we'll sit by the pool. Saturday looks like a nice day. Sunday, I'm absolutely 100% considering going to see Godzilla. Uh, if uh, I don't know about you. I'm just like, I'm a, I love monster movies. I mean, Godzilla, old Godzilla movies, they're the best. Those old Toho movies are unbelievably, they make me feel like I'm eight every time I watch one. It's new ones, I don't know. I don't know that they're really hitting the nostalgia chord for me, but they're good, 
like they're pretty awesome. I mean, even those Pacific Rim movies, which are uh, kind of stupid, uh, I like them. Um, you know, they're 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 good. Who do doesn't like a kaiju? Really, who doesn't like a big monster stepping on buildings, blowing shit up? What sort of person doesn't enjoy watching that? I don't know. Not me. I dig it. All right. So that's going to round it up for today. We just hit about 20, and I feel like that's about all I can stand of talking, uh, of hearing my own voice. I imagine at this point you're also sick of hearing my voice. I hope you have a good weekend. I hope uh, for many of you who are dealing with uh, terrible rain or flooding or tornadoes, which it just the weather reports are just more and more insane every day. Um, I hope that you are st- that you're safe, that you're well, um, that your family is safe. Uh, I, I, I certainly don't want anyone to come to any harm. If, if someone tells you, like, get out of the area, uh, don't try to save your dice. Just, just roll. Just roll. You'll get more dice, man. The books are available. You'll get more of them. Just, I know the collection you spent a lot of time, but it ain't worth it. You know, you can't enjoy it if you're dead. So please, like, it seems like the earth is angry and you should not fuck with the angry earth. That's all I have to say. I don't know what it's pissed about. I don't know if it's angry because we're taking away women's uh, abortion rights, which I think is weird. I thought we were done with that. I don't know if it's mad, if the earth is mad because... uh, Crazy orange man is like saying nutty stuff. I mean, I you know I enjoy the orange man show. I don't know, uh, you know. It's all all those politicians seem like they've got their heads up their asses to me. So it's hard to pick a side when you think everybody's an asshole. Um, so maybe the Earth is angry at that. Maybe the Earth is angry because China said it wasn't going to put some gas into the air that it's putting into the air, and it's it's messing shit up. I don't know why we think we can make a treaty with China. You know, and they're going to live uh, by the word of it. I mean, they just don't seem like sincere folks. I mean, they knock off every product we make. So what about them? I love Chinese people, individual. I love uh, Chinese culture. It's fascinating. But like politically, uh, they do not seem like, uh, you know, nice folks. They, uh, they have a political issue. I think even the people that live in China know, like, our politicians is like a real problem. Um, so yeah, I don't know what the angry earth stuff is about and why the weather is so bad. Clearly there is such a thing as climate change. Uh, I don't know, you know, I'm not a scientist. I'm not trying to, I'm not a, I'm not saying it's because I drive a car that the earth is changing, but maybe it's part of it. When someone shows me a better, uh, either same price or cheaper way to get where I need to go all the time at will. I'm happy to I'm happy to switch to the non-earth injuring way, you know. Um, I recycle when I can. I don't know what the hell it even means anymore. I just read an article. It said it means nothing. So, who knows? A way for people to make money. Oh, ever the skeptic. All right, guys. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. Stay dry. Stay out of the way of giant funnel clouds. And uh, no game this weekend. So I don't know if there's going to be a podcast soon, but, um, you know, I hope your gaming is, is ongoing and fruitful and fun, and uh, I'm open to any feedback you have about any of the crazy shit that came out of my mouth today.
So have a great one. Game on.